And without further ado, I hand you over to Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa Alhamdulillah, Abba Kabar. Alhamdulillah, 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 my dear and beloved mothers and fathers, <coughs> and dear and beloved mothers, uh, sisters and brothers, and honorable youth and children, and dear listeners of the voice of the Cape, I greet you all with the most beautiful of greetings. Greetings of love and peace, respect, honor, tolerance, understanding, and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, it is once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with all my beloved and wonderful mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and beloved and wonderful, wonderful youth and children and listeners of the Voice of a Cape in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms in your vehicles or wherever you are here in South Africa or anywhere in the world. So Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us the honor and the privilege to be part of the Ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. And we also bear witness that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final and the greatest message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has sent each and every prophet, each and every nabi, with the same message, La ilaha illallah. No one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah, the one and only God, the one that has created each and every being. There is not a different God for Christians and a different God for Hindus and a different God for Jews and a different God for Muslims. There's only one God that has created each and every human being. And that is why each and every Nabi came with La ilaha illallah. Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are the only people, the Ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad, that still says La ilaha illallah. May Allah grant us to live with La ilaha illallah and die with La ilaha illallah. وَنَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدْ أَبْدُ وَرَسُولُ And we also bear testimony that our beloved Nabi Muhammad is the final message of Allah. Al-Qa'il, the one that said, مَنْ صَلَّ عَلَيَّ صَلَاةً مُخْلِصًا مِنْ قَلْبِهِ Whosoever puts on me, says Rasulullah, uh, sincere, مُخْلِصًا, مُخْلِصًا, sincere salah. It's like, oh, like we say, uh, sincere, sincere salawat, sincere salawat, by saying, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, or the different forms of putting salah on Rasulullah. Min qalbihi, sincerely from the heart, says Rasulullah, then Allah will put ten salawat from Allah, ten mercy from Allah on you and me, and Allah will raise us ten darajat, and Allah will write down if, as if we have done ten good deeds and wipe out ten of our sins. So what does mean? Wallahi, I swear by Allah, my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, I don't get tired to every week remind your honorable selves of this hadith. You can ask the Jama'ah importance message every week in the Jumu'ah. When I start the Jumu'ah, I start with this hadith. Why should we get tired to remind one another of something that's going to benefit us? 
En uh, die, die, die broeis, die broei, brewery, of die um, uh, South African Brewery Company, they, not, they don't get tired to remind people every day, whole day, up Castle Larger and Black Label Larger, and they advertising the Ummul Khabaith, the mother of all sins that caused so many problems all over the world, including South Africa, causing so many accidents, causing that men are abusing the women, and so many other things. They're advertising all day. So why shouldn't we advertise and remind one another of this great hadith that is going to be such a great benefit for us here in this world and in the akhirah? So let me remind you that the actual meaning of the hadith is if you put a hundred salawat on the Nabi Muhammad then Allah will put a thousand salawat, a thousand mercy on you. And Allah will raise you a thousand darajat. And Allah will write down for you as if you've done a thousand good deeds every day. So please don't forget to consistently, consistently, and that's a key word, because the Nabi Ali said to Islam, see, in the hadith that he means, and the people first in line to receive the shafa'a of Rasulullah in order to enter the Jannah are those people who were the most consistent and, uh, and putting salawat on the Nabi Muhammad, most consistent. Akhtharu nasi alayhi salatan. Alati mista salawat khabrang of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So please join me once again, uh, inshallah, after the uh, ad break, inshallah. Shukran. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. In studio we have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. Uh, just before the commercial break, uh, Sheikh wanted to make the dhikr, inshallah. Of course, the power of the brain is in dhikr, inshallah. No, inshallah. So, uh, dear listeners and mothers and fathers, please join me uh, in, in putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad, Islam, so that we can immediately uh, receive the mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabil Ummi wa ala Dear and wonderful listeners of the Voice of the Cape, this part of the program we learn and also encourage one another of important du'as and important ways of remembering Allah dhikr. Imagine our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Ad-du'a huwa al-ibadah. The actual ibadah, the real essence of ibadah is when you make dua, when you speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In another hadith, the Nabi Muhammad say, Allah unabbi'ukum bi khayri a'malikum. Shouldn't I inform you of your best deeds? In other words, the best that you can do while you are in this world. 
and the most purified by Allah, most purified by Allah. And it will be the cause that Allah will raise you high ranks in the Akhirah. It's even better, says Rasulullah, than spending your gold and your silver in charity, in sadaqah. It's even better, says Rasulullah, in meeting your enemies on the battlefield. And the Sahaba said, please tell us, Ya Rasulullah. And our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, said, Dhikrullah, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in this part of the program, we do du'as and uh, the different forms of dhikrullah, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And earlier we spoke about the word mukhlisan. Uh, whosoever puts salawat on Rasulullah, mukhlisan, sincerely from the heart. And, and for your information, in another hadith, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, alayhi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, man qala la ilaha illallah mukhlisan, Whosoever says La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah Sincerely That person will enter the Jannah Allahu Akbar And then the Sahaba ask Ma ikhlasuha ya Rasulullah What is the sincerity of La ilaha illallah ya Rasulullah What is the meaning You are saying Whosoever says Sincerely La ilaha illallah Will enter the Jannah And listen Jamaatum Muslimin What Rasulullah said if that la ilaha illallah by saying la ilaha illallah keeps you away from whatever Allah's made haram, Allah Akbar. It keeps you away from zina. It keeps you away of telling lies. It keeps you away of looking at haram and all the haram. Allah, this is a very important hadith. What beautiful words. And all of us need to share it and talk about it at any given op- opportunity. Talking about any given opportunity, I was once sitting in the haram of Madinatul Munawwara. And after the adhan of Dhur, uh, we were waiting for the iqama. Now sometimes in Madinah's haram, you wait for 20 minutes, even sometimes 25 minutes. And a person stood up and he said, my dear brothers, why didn't you make use of this time while you are waiting for the iqama to say the words that is, that are most beloved to Allah, subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. He stood up and he reminded us, and I can still remember after more than 30 years, you're making use. Now imagine ourselves sitting around with our friends and our family, and one of us say, my dear friends or my dear family, I've heard such a beautiful hadith on radio from our beloved Nabi Muhammad, salam. And you say it with love and with feeling and with passion. And you say that I've heard that Rasulullah said, Whosoever says La ilaha illallah sincerely, he will enter the Jannah. And then the Sahaba asked, we say it with feeling. And then the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is the meaning of saying it sincerely? And then the Nabi Muhammad said, When it keeps you away from all haram, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. So, Jawad Muslimin, we're going to make once again use of this opportunity. And when I ask once again for you to join me in saying La ilaha illallah in a special way, we're going to say three times La ilaha illallah. And the fourth time we say Yuhi Qalbi. Qalbi means my heart, Qalb, the cough. If you say Kalbi, it's my dog. Yuhi Qalbi, 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 my heart. Dhikrullah, mach Allah fah, me hat, fah gin om lieventig te wees, me die dhikrullah, Allahu Akbar.
La ilahe illallah La ilahe illallah La ilahe illallah قلبي ذكر الله حق لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله يحيي قلبي ذكر الله حق لا إله إلا Allah, mashallah. It's so beautiful. So just imagine uh, the mummies maken like kinder so an islam of your daddies or your oma and your opa or your auntie. So us an islam gaan maken wat tos babies gewees het. La ilaha illallah La ilaha Ah, so beautiful. Like kinder wat so prachtig an islam. Mashallah. Haar jylle lichaam is wat die La ilaha illallah. En ons sê dit met die nie dat Allah moet vir ons weghou van die haram en die kinders ons klinkkinders ook weghou met die baraka van la ilaha illallah weg van all haram may Allah grant all of us to say it with sincerity so now we know what it means to say with sincerity sincerity doesn't mean you stand up in the middle of the night and I sit in a donker kamer and I say la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah no you can say it that way but the real meaning of sincerity is when it goes to when it's going to keep you away from all haram and the more we say it, inshallah, with that intention, the more we are going to stay away from all haram doings. And you can also add on that, Sheikh. Hasbi Rabbi Jallallah Ma fi qalbi ghayrullah Haqqal Hasbi Rabbi Jallallah Ma fi qalbi ghayrullah Allah is enough for us, Sheikh. Yeah, and Murphy Qalbi, and nothing is in my heart except Allah. Allah Akbar. Look at the meaning. Allah Akbar. No, imagine, but the Raja Osman had said so all the time, and I said, Tell us the kindness, but Murphy Qalbi, that's next in my heart. That's next Allah. Allah Akbar. Sheikh, on that note, we need to go for a commercial break. Stay tuned on the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, Alhamdulillah. We've got just a few minutes before the news at 12, and I hand you over to Sheikh, inshallah. Shukram, Daraji. My dear listeners and mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, the last time we were on, on air, uh, we spoke about the unfortunate and critical crime situation currently in South Africa and in many other places in the world. And then we discussed how important it is for us to seek protection in Allah, our protector. In fact, the greatest and the most powerful protector. The greatest and the most powerful helper and overseer. So uh, then we discuss the, the different du'as and we say that our beloved Nabi Muhammad used to say, as a person and I say, man qala ya'ni idha kharaja min baytihi بسم الله توكلت على الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله Then it is said unto that person Hudita 
wakufita wahuqita watanaha anwa shaytan you you have been guided and your needs will be fulfilled and you have been protected and even the shaytan because of the power of these words will turn away from you allahu akbar bismillah tawakkaltu ala allah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah just imagine in this time of so much crime our beloved nabi muhammad gave us guidance already this is the way that you leave the house you leave the house with your right foot and you say bismillah i leave the house in the name of allah so it's not by the way going out of the house bismillah tawakkalallah you say with, with meaning and feeling bismillah i leave the house in the name of allah tawakkaltu ala allah and i put my trust in allah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah there's no might and there's no power except for the might and power of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and and uh, so just imagine in the nabi muhammad says it will be then said to you you have been guided your needs will be fulfilled and you have been protected allahu akbar allahu akbar my dear listeners we also uh, suggested that we read after each and every waqt ayatul kursi ayatul kursi is the greatest ayah in the whole quran allahu la ilaha illa huwal hayyul qayyum la ta'khudhuhu sinatu wa la nawm lahu ma fi as-samawati wa ma fi al-ard man dhalladhi yashfa'u 'indahu illa bi'idhnihi ya'lamu ma bayna aydihim wa ma khalfahum wa la yuhitoona bishay'in min 'ilmihi illa bima sha'a وَسِعَ كُرْسِيُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَا يَؤُودُهُ حِفْظُهُمَا وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ Read it after every waqt and before you go sleep. Allah, it will be a protection. It will be a protection for your house and 40 houses around you. Allah, Akbar. In fact, the Nabi Muhammad says in another hadith, whosoever reads ayatul kursi after each and every waqt, the only thing that keeps you away from the Jannah is that you must die. Allahu Akbar. Ayatul Kursi, the greatest ayah in the whole Quran. And then we also said that when Nabi Ya'qub sent his children to Egypt, he read the following words, and it is recorded in the Quran because of its importance. Fallahu khayrun hafidah. Fallahu khayrun hafidah. Allah is indeed the best protector. And he is the most merciful of all those who show mercy. Allah is the most merciful. These words are so important that Allah has made it one of the ayat of the Holy Quran. And also for protection. We, we need to read in the mornings three times Surah Al-Ikhlas, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Qul huwa Allahu ahada, Allahu samada, lam yalida wa lam yulada wa lam yakulla kufwan ahada. And three times, Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq, min sharri ma khalaq, wa min sharri ghasiqin idha waqab, wa min sharri naffathati fil uqadi, wa min sharri hasidin idha hasad. Three times. And three times, until the end. 
it is recorded that our beloved Nabi Muhammad before these surat, these three surats were revealed, the Nabi Muhammad used to seek protection in Allah in different ways. But since the revelation of these three surahs, Rasulullah only seek protection in Allah with reading in the morning three times, Qul wallahu ahad, and three times, Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq, and three times, Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas, and at night also, Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, uh, also, As-sadaqah tatfa'u al-masa'ib qabla huqu'iha. Also to give sadaqah with the intention Allah must grant us protection. Because sadaqah is a protection for, for your wealth and for your personal being. So please make use of all these um, important things that we have uh, uh, done last time. Also we can add, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birahmatika, Nastaghith, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birahmatika, Nastaghith, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum. One of the names of Allah, the 99 names, if you call unto Allah with, with that particular name, then Allah will respond to you immediately. The closest the, the, the ulama came to is to say, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum. Shukran, Sheikh. On that note, we need to go for the news at 12, and we'll be back. Stay tuned on Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Time in a series 40 minutes past 12. Alhamdulillah, if you just join us, in studio we have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Masjid al-Rabi, Mitchell's Plain. Uh, just for the listeners, Sheikh, uh, we want to say shukran for the SMSs that came through, and we acknowledge the, the, the messages and questions. And while we're taking our break, myself and Sheikh uh, discuss these uh, questions mm. and inshallah in the discussion of Sheikh's uh, program uh, Sheikh will deal with that inshallah. Inshallah. My beloved and wonderful mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth and children uh, they were also request that we repeat quickly uh, some of the du'as and the meaning for example when we leave the house the Nabi Muhammad um, suggested to us and taught us that we must say Bismillah Tawakkaltu ala Allah. Bismillah in the name of Allah. Now you can't go wrong if you leave the house in the name of Allah. And with that feeling and with that, with that intention that you're leaving the house in the name of Allah for protection in the name of Allah. Tawakkaltu ala Allah. And I put my trust in Allah because Allah is the greatest and Allah is the most powerful and Allah is my protector and my helper and my overseer. Allah says in the Quran that He's, he's our overseer and protector. And the most amazing and wonderful protector Allah says, Bismillah, tawakkaltu Allah. So Bismillah means in the name of Allah. And in the, in the context of leaving the house, you are saying, I'm leaving the house in the name of Allah. That is actually the meaning. I'm leaving the house in the name of Allah. Tawakkaltu Allah and I put my trust in Allah. Allahu Akbar. Why not? Allah says in the Quran, let the, let the believers put their trust in Allah. Allah is saying to us. So you are leaving and you are carrying out what Allah is telling you. You are saying, and I put my trust in Allah. And I also believe, la hawla wa la quwwata, there is no might and power except for the might and power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also one of the sisters has asked to translate again, uh, فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظًا 
Fallahu khayrun hafidah. These words were said by Nabi Yaqub alayhi salam. And Allah is the best protector. Fallahu khayrun hafidah wa huwa arhamur rahimin. And he Allah is the most merciful. Fallahu khayrun hafidah wa huwa arhamur rahimin. And we forgot that we also uh, did uh, three, four weeks ago uh, an, another important uh, phrase and words that Rasulullah gave us. Bismillahilladhi, Bismillahilladhi, la yadurru, la yadurru ma'asmihi shay'un fil ard wa la fil samaa wa huwa samiyul alim. In the name of Allah, with whose name nothing on this earth and nothing in the heavens will harm you. In, with the name of Allah. The Nabi Muhammad says, if we read it three times in the morning and three times in the evening, yeah, my dear mothers and fathers, what, what Rasulullah is saying, if you say it three times in the morning and three times in the evening, nothing in this world and nothing in the sama will harm you. Allahu Akbar. You, you, are, you are protected. Bismillahilladhi la yadurru ma'asmihi shay'un fil ardi wa la fil sama وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الَّذِي لَا يَضُرُّ مَعَ اسْمِهِ شَيْءٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ شَوَاتُ مُسْمِينَ Quickly before we go to our topic uh, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage I just once again want to remind a reminder is good for the believer I've said it a, a few times on the radio but I, I'm sure many of us we, we, we forgot and, and we're not carrying out a friend of mine, uh, Abu Muhammad from Palestine, he told me, Sheikh Ibrahim, whenever I drink a glass of water, I read Surah Al-Fatiha on the water. Hmm. And I can feel that my, my, my health has, so, has, has improved so much. Hmm. Now I can tell the listeners again, since seven, eight years ago when Abu Muhammad told me, I can also feel and experience and thank Allah that my health is also much better. So, uh, um, Surah Al-Fatiha says Rasulullah is kafiyah, it's, it's enough, and it's a cure. Allahu Akbar, Allah. It is, we have spoken about the greatest ayah, Ayatul Kursi. The greatest surah in the Quran is Surah Al-Fatiha. And, and, you know, just to, to, to make sure that we understand how uh, uh, alive uh, water is. You know, there was a Chinese professor he took two glasses of water and on the one glass he said ugly words, swear words. And he checked it under the microscope and the water went wild. Allah. And then Allah. on another glass of water he said some uh, um, beautiful, nice, cool words. And he checked the water and the water was cool and calm. Now if a Chinese professor says words, says words, what about if you read Surah Al-Fatiha? Allahu Akbar. So this is our advice, and please make use of it. You know, we we are uh, our lives is, is so so uh, is such a rush, where everybody's in a hurry. We don't have time. You know, it takes you maybe uh, thirty seconds to read the Surah Al-Fatiha, but it's gonna help. It's gonna help. So please make use of it. Even mummies and daddies and uh, grandmothers and grandfathers, if you give your baby or children water, read Surah Al-Fatiha in the water, inshallah. Barakallahu feekum. Sheikh, there's another one to repeat. Allahumma ikfi nihim bima shi'ta. Allahumma ikfi nihim. That was our first one, yeah. Yeah, Allahumma ikfi nihim. Just repeat that, Rishan. Allahumma ikfi nihim bima shi'ta. Oh, Allah be enough for us bima shi'ta. Uh, as the way that you want, Ya Allah, because you are the greatest. 
Inshallah, that was that was one our first yeah, one. Inshallah, Inshallah. Yeah. Sheikh, we need to go for a commercial break. Okay. When they can come back, Inshallah, we'll continue. Inshallah. Inshallah. <coughs> Welcome back in the program, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. Alhamdulillah, I think my technicians changing shift, and that is none other but Rashad Jacobs. Mashallah. Welcome, Rashad. And of course, not forgetting in studio, we have our honourable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, who is the Imam of Masjid Robin Mitchell's Plain, and we will continue our program, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage alhamdulillah so the best relationship when both partners give and take with mutual love tolerance and understanding allahu akbar that is that is what it's all about tolerance and understanding uh, my dear listeners uh, this part of our program we uh, we, uh, we ended last time with a very beautiful hadith of our beloved nabi muhammad our beloved nabi muhammad was asked alayhi what is what are the things or the deeds and actions that are most beloved to Allah? Hmm. Now many of the Sahaba always ask this question because they want they want to get the love from Allah. They want Allah to love them, so they want to do the most beloved things to Allah. And listen to the answer of Rasulullah sallallahu The Nabi Muhammad said, "Sururun, sururun min happiness, tuthiluhu ala nas, happiness that you can, you can bring about." to humanity, to people. Rasulullah didn't confine to Muslimin, to people, because we are the followers of Rasulullah, and the Nabi Muhammad came as a rahmatan lil alameen, as a mercy for all of mankind. Allahu Akbar. So listen again. Sururun tudkhilu ala nas. This is so, so, such an important hadith. And once again, I want to say that if we meet with our friends and, uh, and, and families and we sit around, Instead of only speaking about Manchester United and Barcelona and the Stormers and Sivan Dalan and Boland the Beautiful, all these things, or maybe speak about other people, you know, we must take, we must, we must include, or let me rather say, we, we must, uh, uh, you know, rather speak about such beautiful ahadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. Imagine we, we say to one another, uh, one day the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, what, what are the most beloved deeds to Allah. And the Nabi Muhammad said, Sururun, happiness that you bring about, or you are the cause to bring happiness and a smile to people. Allahu Akbar. So there's a, there's a, a, a very important part of, of, the, of the study of hadith. And that is called, Ma yustafadu min al-hadith. What can be derived from the hadith? Allahu Akbar. Because Rasulullah's words is called, Jawami'ul Kalim. Jawamil kalim means uh, few words but volumes of meaning. Allahu Akbar. Few words but volumes of meaning. These are the words and how Rasulullah's words are described. Now, now uh, uh, we said last time, if, if, if the best amal, good deeds, the, the best be- beloved uh, deeds to Allah is to bring happiness to humankind. What if you bring happiness to your life partner, to your husband or to your wife? Allahu Akbar. To do that extra little things for one another. To do that special things for one another. And we also uh, 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 mentioned last time that bringing happiness, for example, to your wife, is not confined only to gifts and flowers. Yes, that, that is beautiful. That is wonderful. That is uh, encouraged to do. But also to, to honor her and to respect her. 
and to respect her and her beloved parents. Even when, even if the, her parents are not a Muslim, you respect her because if you do otherwise, you are hurting her, you are humiliating her by speaking bad about the parents. We also then said uh, that and, and asked what uh, if, if uh, you know if you if you go out of your way to make your husband happy and 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 besides making him you know happy to make him happy is besides making him feel special besides treating him with honor and and, and i think that's key to to say today on radio because we live in a time that sometimes the wife humiliates her husband and she says ugly words to her husband no, no, we, we must keep our side. All of us, we've got our rights. And the, the common right between husband and wife is the husband must respect and honor his wife and the wife must honor and respect her husband. So besides making him special in that way, making him feel special, treating him with honor, appreciating him, besides that, the, the, the thing that makes him very happy is that she goes out of her way to beautify herself, especially for her husband. I've said earlier in the program, I, I don't get boring, my, my dear listeners and my dear sisters and my dear mothers and daughters and everybody else. I don't get boring to remind people every week or every second week or every month of important things in life. And, and, I, and I based my, my, my point on the reminders that we get every day while we are looking at TV about wine, about uh, Castle Larger. And, and these people don't get boring. They're not worried how we feel. And nobody complains also. Nobody complains. I haven't heard anybody in South Africa complaining about these at, uh, reminders that we get Castle Larger and Heineken Larger. So I, I don't get boring and I don't get tired. In fact, I, I feel honored that if I can remind my dear sisters and listeners and mothers and daughters about this important part of, of your marriage, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage, that the wife goes out of her way to beautify herself, especially for her husband, and she, she do it consistently through her marriage. There's not a time that she's going to say, no, I have to make very work like for my money. No, 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 no. And unfortunately and for us, the beauty of our deen is that we based these statements and facts from our deen. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, dunya mata'. This, this life of this dunya is, there, there's enjoyment. There's enjoyment. There is enjoyment. There are many things that you can enjoy you with. Kul man Allah says, who, 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 who made haram the beauty of this world? Allah says, no, it is for, for, the, for the believers also. In this world and especially in the akhirah. There's beauty, there's enjoyment. So there's beauty and there's enjoyment in this world. But listen to the second part of the hadith. But the best enjoyment for a man in this world is a good wife. Is a pious wife. Allahu Akbar. So then the Nabi Muhammad says, and, and, and in another hadith, uh, so, so uh, what, what, what are the qualities and the attributes and the characteristics of a salih wife? The Nabi Muhammad said to this person, إِذَا If you look at her, if you look at your wife, 
she makes you feel happy. She makes you feel happy. Why? Because she has beautified herself for her husband. He, 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 he enjoy looking at her. He feels so happy looking at her, says the Nabi Muhammad. Not Ibrahim Gabriel's. No, the one that came with this deen. Our deen is a complete deen. Hmm. So, so uh, um, this is part of our lives. This is part of your marriage. This is part of negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. To listen to, to the one that Allah has sent to us to guide us. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad if a husband looks at his wife, he, 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 he feels very happy. He comes home, mashallah, the haise is going, the fro is mooi aangetrek, she staan nie met a vetterige overall nie, die haar is demaka, and you know, and I, I said it so many times at weddings, and I'm going to say it on radio again. So, sommige man sal maak, was al vroeg intentional. Maar as hy by die huis kom en hy sien like sy vrou met die vetterige overal en die harde die makaan en sy reken dat daals is, dan change hy maar wees sy intention. I mean, these are realities of life. These are realities of life. These are facts of life. You understand? But he feels so happy when he comes into the house and his wife especially went out of her way. And I think it's important that we talk about it because maybe some of our women have, have decided, ach, is it me so important om nog moeitelik van my man nie? Hy moet maar my vat of my, whatever. No, no, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. The, the Nabi Muhammad says the characteristics of a good wife, a salih wife, is a, a wife that beautify herself for her husband. And then the Nabi Muhammad goes on, وَإِنْ أَقْسَمْتَ عَلَيَّ أَبَرَّتْكَ Listen to this. Rasulullah says, and they man what soms ongemakkelijk is, and hy soomba, and hy sê, as jy nie die gaat doen nie, dan gaan ek duid, ek soomba by Allah. Dan, dan maak sê dit gemakkelijk vir hom. Sê los het net so af. Sê los het net so af. Because sê wil nie vir hom in a difficulty sit nie, because het gesoomba by Allah. As jy uitbreed die gaan, dan soomba by Allah, dan talaak ek vir jou. En sommige mens is wat by ongemakkelijk. Sommige mans is by ongemakkelijk, hulle sê by ongemakkelijke dinge en lillike dinge, but she's such a woman of, of connected to Allah, and she's got sabr, and she's got patience, and the reward for those who have sabr will be the jannah. Then she frees him. And then the Nabi Muhammad said, and, a, and another characteristic of a good wife, and a salih wife, and a pious wife, إِذَا غِبْتَ anha حَفِظَتْكَ فِي نَفْسِهَا وَمَالِكَ And when the husband is away from home, the wife will protect you as a husband. She will protect you in your wealth. She will look after your wealth. She will look after your wealth. You will look after your motorka, whatever you possess. That is a sign of a real salih woman. An enjoyment to have in this. The best enjoyment is a, a salih woman, says the Nabi Muhammad. She will protect you in your wealth and she will protect her in herself. Sy sal nie, sy met enige vriende mans praat en enige vriende wat kom van die man, kom maar binnen, wil sy hee milkshake of cappuccino of een gesels met vriende mans, nou, sy sê, unfortunately nie, my husband is not here, and he will have to contact him on his cell phone, or I will let him know that you were here. This is a sign. Nee, die man kom by die huis, dan sien hy sy vriende of vriende mans praat in die voorkamer met sy vroon en lach en gatekeer in die, no, this is not, this is not Islam, this is not Islam. We are the followers of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so Allah says in Quran, say if you love Allah, then follow the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, follow the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, one of our ladies asked earlier, a man, 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 a man,
van die, van die, van die, van die huis nie. Sheikh, uh, moet ek vir hom kos gee. Nou my dier siste, kos gee vir mense wat by die huis, by die deur kom. It's such a great honor and a privilege. Allah will increase you. Now what about giving food to your husband? If there's misunderstandings, the way to resolve your problem, the way to negotiate a successful marriage is not to deprive him of the food, but rather to sit down and say, my darling, jy betaal nou die bon, en jy betaal die medical fees, but ek kan nie klaarkom nie. But, but to prevent him of giving food, my dear sister, and I'm so glad that you've asked the question. You know what's the baraka and the value of asking questions is because you will allow that so many others will going to benefit how we deal with things. We deal with things in the tariqah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. If you have, if your Rasulullah was alive today, Rasulullah would tell you, my dear sister, don't deprive your husband from food. It will not resolve your problem. It will increase your problems. So de- deal with him in the most beautiful way. So the, when the time is right, you, you tell him, my darling, they betalnuri bon and they betalnuri medical fees. Ma ek niet so meerder jou van jou, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan. So, so once again, my dear beloved ones, uh, may Allah subhanahu wa grant all of us to, to establish successful marriages and successful families. And allow me to say today that part of the success of our marriages and establishing a strong family, a family that will bring about changes in this world and in society, a family that will make a difference in this world, because that is the reason why we got married. We didn't get married because Amal Tron, Amal Tron. No, we, we, we got married with the intention that we're going to establish a family that's going to bring a, make a difference in this world. We just don't want to be part of the statistics that so many people got married in 2016 or 2017. No, we, uh, uh, the, the intention of getting married is, as I've said, to establish a strong family that's going to make a difference in this world. And I feel that to, to create that strong family, we need to create that awareness in the house. For example, it is now the month of Rajab. It's now the month of Rajab. We in our house need to speak to everybody. The husband speak to the wife, the wife speak to the husband, and we speak to the children about the sacredness of this month. That this month of Rajab is not just another month. And unfortunately, my dear ones, uh, uh, in many cases, it seems that uh, it's, it's just another month. While Allah says in the Quran, Indeed, the months decreed by Allah is going to be 12 months. And Allah determined that, and Allah decreed that, Allah says in the Quran, the day when Allah created the seven heavens and the earth. That day Allah decided and determined there are going to be 12 months in the year. Allah Akbar. Nobody else, not the United Nations or somebody else decided. Allah has decided and decreed there's going to be 12 months in the year. Allah Akbar. And then Allah says, Minna arba'atun hurum. And of the, of the 12 months, four of these months are sacred months. Dhul Qa'ada, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram and Rajab. So Rajab is not just another month. Allahu Akbar. And that is the ever true religion. So do not wrong yourselves in these holy months. 
Allahu Akbar. Do not wrong yourselves in these holy months. Imam Qurtubi, rahmatullahi alayhi. Imam Qurtubi is called Imam Qurtubi because he comes from a place in Spain. Qurtuba. Uh, today it's known Cordoba, uh, Cordoba, Qurtuba, Cordoba. And Imam Qurtubi is one of the greatest mufassirin of the Muslim Ummah and he comes from Spain. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. It is so unfortunate that the Muslims lost Spain and Portugal. Allahu Akbar. And you know why we lost? It's because we um, fight. We were fighting with one another over small, petty little differences. That is why we lost uh, Spain and Portugal. Shukran Sheikh, for that, uh, we need to go for a commercial break. You are on the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. And stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, marriage is about two people, as Sheikh mentioned earlier, uh, who have to learn to live with each other as well as the respected uh, parents. Sheikh? No. Shukran, Mataraji. My dear listeners, as we've said, the Imam Qurtubi, Rahmatullah Alayhi, one of the great Mufassirin, he said part of the meaning of this ayah is La tavlimu fiin anfusakum birtikabi dhunub Don't wrong yourselves in these holy months, sacred months and Rajab is one of them by, by doing uh, wrong things and haram things Allahu Akbar So uh, uh, the month of Rajab is not just another month So we as a family must come together and remind one another that right at the beginning of Rajab. Imagine we speak to our children. Right at the beginning of Rajab, our beloved Nabi Muhammad used to say, and we must learn this dua, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa ballighna Ramadan. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa ballighna Ramadan. Oh Allah put blessings for us in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban and grant us to reach the month of Ramadan, Allahu Akbar. This is a clear indication that our beloved Nabi Muhammad وسلم, the Imamul Muttaqin, the Imam of all the Muttaqin, the closest to Allah, the first one to enter Jannah, the fire of Jahannam is haram under Nabi Muhammad وسلم, and Rasulullah didn't need to prepare two months before the time for Ramadan, but to set an example for us, to make sure that we are going to prepare ourselves the month the Nabi Muhammad وسلم, used to prepare from the month of Rajab and then Sha'ban for the holy month of Ramadan. My dear beloved mothers and fathers, Allah has honored us, Wallahi. Allah says in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمْ We have honored the children of Adam, Allahu Akbar. And Allah has created us in such a way, Allah has created us and given us a physical body, and Allah has given us a soul. And we need to look after both. Allow me to say, it's unfortunate that many of us, we, are, we give so much energy and so much time and spend even a lot of money to look after our physical bodies. And, and most probably it's not wrong. It's not wrong to look. You, in fact, you have to look after your physical body. But at the same time, what about our souls? Why don't we spend so much time and energy and also money to look after our souls? Allahu Akbar. That's why Allah says, "Qad aflaha man zakkaha," the one that purifies his soul. Qad aflaha, he has succeeded. He will go to Jannah. Allahu Akbar. He has made time to look after his spiritual soul. And 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 so people are spending so much time 
for the for the for the for the for the bodies, but they are not spending time, Ya Allah, for the spiritual beings, the spiritual souls. My beloved ones, it is a fact that a man, in other words a human being, is very forgetful and makes lots of mistakes. And his own self, his nafs, tells him to do evil. And the shaitan tempts him continuously to commit sin. My dear beloved ones, when our bodies get sick and are afflicted with diseases, we run to the doctors. So why don't we do the same when we are spiritually sick? An example of being spiritually sick is, for example, if a person, when, he, when somebody angers him, he loses his anger and he swears and he do the ugliest, say the ugliest of things and do the most ugliest and worst of things because he's spiritually sick. Then you need to go to the greatest, best, the best doctor and the greatest doctor, the spiritual doctor is our beloved Nabi Muhammad And you go to the pharmacy of Rasulullah and when you get to the reception, they will tell you, just hang on, we will give you another prescription of what was given by Rasulullah. As you quat with, quat get us from the shaitan, and shaitan is gemaakt van fear, and the enigste is that fear bliss is water, so kutai kudu, kutai kudu. Another example of spiritual disease is a person that don't make the five times salah. You are spiritually sick. You are spiritually bankrupt. So you need to rectify. You need to go to the doctor. You go need to the imam or the sheikh. And Mawlana says, Sheikh man, my believer is forget man. I can fool. I fool not like it. My believer has nothing to do with it. And then the imam makes you five times salah. Say, no, imam, I make man, it is Jumma salah. And imam for Ramadan salah. And Maghrib salah. No, you, the imam will say, no, you must make your five times salah on time. That is the key to your success. That's the key to your health. It will be the key to the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. So Jamaat Muslimin, another uh, way of, of, um, of, of resolving and, and curing our sicknesses is to go to the Quran. Allahu Akbar. Ya ayyuhal nas qad jaatkum maw'idhatum mi rabbikum wa shifa'un lima fi sudur. Allah says, they came to you, the warning from Allah. And a cure for what is the sicknesses in your hearts. Allahu Akbar. The Quran. And unfortunately, Jamaat Muslimin, we have neglected the Quran. Uh, and I, I would appreciate it that you say it with me. I'm saying it and I'm saying for myself. We have neglected the Quran. So so what what is the way forward to come back to the Quran? Hasn't the time arrived? For the believers to connect their hearts with the Quran. One day the Nabi Muhammad told the Sahaba, fitan muzlim. Uh, you, you are going to face with many challenges, like the pitch darkness of the night. It's going to be so challenging and so severe. A person, the morning is a mu'min, tonight is kafir, may Allah protect us. And then Sayyidina Ali radiallahu the beloved son-in-law and cousin of Rasulullah and the Khalifa to the, um, the, the fourth Khalifa of Rasulullah Sayyidina Ali said Mal makhraj ya Rasulullah what is the exit what is the way out of all these challenges and the Nabi Muhammad just said one word Kitabullah the book of Allah my dear listeners we part of um, being in a successful marriage 
and creating and developing a successful family is that we in the house we must train our children for example tomorrow is monday it's a rajab encourage everybody to fast on monday or thursday it is recorded that the nabi ali even in the month of shaban almost fasted the whole month of shaban whole month of shaban and when he was asked why ya rasulallah the nabi muhammad said ta'zeeman li ramadan out of respect and honor for the month of ramadan so right, Muslimin, I said to the matriculants and to the jama'ah on Friday that the matriculants of this year, if they're not going to start to prepare themselves from now onwards for the end of the year exams, they're going to fail. They're not going to make it. And if we are not going to prepare for the month of Ramadan, we're going to fail the test in the Ramadan. What is the test of Ramadan? The test of Ramadan is Allah wants to test our taqwa. Allah says The reason why I've made it compulsory for you to fast a whole month Either 29 days or 30 days every year of your life Is so because I want you to become of the people of taqwa So you are going to be tested If you are going to develop and move to another level of taqwa This Ramadan inshallah So Jamaat Muslimin Those matriculants who prepare themselves Another feature of them is those who prepare themselves, they are looking forward for the results. They are looking forward to go to the university because they know because of their hard work, they will make it. And if we are going to work hard from now onwards for the month of Ramadan, we will succeed. We will move to another level of taqwa, inshallah. So what does mean? Make use of our time in the month of Ramadan. Uh, our time is running out. One of the questions were, and this is an important question, and we say shukran for the, for, for, for the son or the daughter that I've asked, uh, my father has abandoned us. What is my responsibility or our responsibilities towards him now? He's homeless and, and nobody cares for him. My dear children, Allahu Akbar, your, your, your father is one of your doors to the Jannah. Let me repeat that. Your mother and your father, they are your doors to the Jannah. One day Rasulullah uh, uh, asked a person, who, who is this person with you? He said, my father, Ya Rasulullah. Nabi Muhammad said, so you, you don't walk in front of your father. You don't sit in front of your father before your father sits. You don't eat before your father. Respect your father. Allahu Akbar. So whatever, if he has that maybe neglected you in the past, now is the opportunity for you, my dear uh, brother or sister, to show that, that you have got mercy for your father. Because Allah says to you and to me, make dua, O Allah, have mercy on my mother and my father the way they had mercy on me when I was still young. Allahu Akbar. And our sister that has said um, she, she, she was in an abusive marriage for many years. And, and then recently, Alhamdulillah, she came out of it and she stood very... We want to say to all our sisters and daughters that in abusive marriage, you shouldn't allow it. You must stand up for your right. How can you allow your husband to abuse you for years and for years? You have got the right as a Muslim and as a woman, as one of our mothers of this world. You are the greatest people in this world. Our mothers should not anymore allow them to be abused. You must stand up for your rights, inshallah. And you stand up so that Allah subhanahu will resolve your problem. Not to make it bigger and bigger and, and to want to humiliate people or even your husband. That you, but, but you have got all the right to stand up, my dear sister. Um, for a few minutes that we've got left, one of our sisters has also asked that we, we end off uh, with salawat. 
And at the same time also we're going to make dua for Munir Davids. He is uh, the brother of Faiz Davids that was here this morning. Mutaraji, is it right so? Yeah, Sheikh. And, and also a, a special dua for our beloved, beloved brother, special brother, uh, Buta Yusuf Fisher. Uh, I believe he's 60 years, mashallah. And uh, we, we, our, our hearts are going out for Buta Yusuf. Uh, we, we, we feel the pain with Buta Yusuf, as I've said last week at the luncheon. Uh, but Buta Yusuf will always, always be deep, deep in, in our hearts, alhamdulillah. So we make dua, Allah must grant him all the khair and barakah, and Allah must grant him many, many more years. And also Buta Ismail Sheikh. Also, and also one of our mothers also uh, sent a message to say that uh, she didn't have a name, but she's going to hospital on Tuesday and that we must make special dua for Allah must grant a speedy recovery. Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Sheikh, just before we conclude our program, uh, I think there's a, a very serious uh, question that came through because quite a few messages came through. Yeah. And, um, but we discussed it in our break and then Sheikh right. comment on it, alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Shukran, Sheikh, for this beautiful program. I want to know if a wife goes to the every Thursday night to a dhikr. Mm. Has the husband got the right to tell her not to go to the dhikr? Mm. And the wife keeps her busy with good, please, Sheikh, this is serious. Mm. Yeah. Taraji, the, the, um, uh, we as imams and as leaders, we, um, we, when we answer, uh, we, we, it's so important that we know also on the other side. Mm. Because it's uh, so a company story. Yeah. But in, in normal terms, you know, you, you, we, we can derive from this that there's a, there's a bit problems between husband and wife. Because why must he uh, prevent his wife from coming to the dhikrullah? So uh, I would suggest that they first uh, resolve the problems. Because, I mean, uh, in, in a good relationship, the man shall say, My darling, But because maybe there are problems, uh, and they need to sort out these problems, so, and we make dua for them. Amen, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. So we uh, bring the salawat and then we do it. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Nabi Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Nabi Al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'u al-alim wa tuba alayna wa khfir lana innaka anta tawabur rahim اللهم اجعل أخانا يوسف من إبادك الصالحين وجعله يا الله من إبادك المتقين وارزقه يا الله حياة طيبة صالحة إنك سميع الدعاء اللهم رب الناس أذب البأس إشفي وأنت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما نسأل الله العظيم رب الأرش العظيم أن يشفي أخانا إسماعيل فلندا وأخانا منير ديفيدس وجميع مرضى المسلمين يا رب العالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وأصحاب وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين شكرا that conclude our program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage الحمد لله the last SMS that came to the Sheikh السلام عليكم Sheikh 
and all in studio. Shukran for a most informal session, words of wisdom, alhamdulillah. Uh, Once again, want to say shukran to Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels for taking time out today. 